Welcome back to Divorce Confessional and Happy Easter if you're listening to this today. I did not really celebrate. Um, It was really, really hard for me to get out of bed and to go to church, but I did. And even harder still to sit through it. And, you know, I think Easter is one of those holidays where everyone's with their families and it, it just really hits home when you're alone. You know, not even just not alone. You could be with others, but if you don't have your kids with you, you know, it's very obvious and it's very painful. So today was just hard. And, you know, I've been really, really depressed lately. And I don't know why. You know, sometimes it's because my antidepressants stop working after so long or... Maybe circumstances got worse. Um, I'm hit with some new hurdles or obstacles that just are weighing on me, and it's a lot harder to feel okay. But today was really bad. I don't know if I'm going to follow up with my doctor about it. I should. Um, But, you know, I'm at the point where I don't know how much of this is my antidepressant not working or it's actually working and my life is actually, you know, I need to get into therapy because that's the only thing I'm not doing right now. But anyway, um, my friends and I were talking and, you know, what's the worst way you could die? That's what we were thinking or talking about. And just, you know, bullshit, really. Just to pass the time or just to be weird or just to explore ideas. And, you know, one of my friends always says it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. And I didn't really think about that until today. I don't really... You know, you always think about dying and death and the ways you could ultimately meet a horrible end, but death by a thousand paper cuts, I mean, first, that's probably not going to kill you, but second, that takes a long time and it's a lot of little tiny, tiny things. You know, it would be more hurtful than a lot of other things and it would take a lot of time, probably wouldn't kill you, but... Just the concept of having a thousand paper cuts popped into my head today. And that's really what divorce, at least my divorce, has felt like. You know, it's not this one big event where, you know, someone shoots you in the face and you're done. It's something that's very tiny, that other people don't see it happening, and... They wonder why you're hurt and you, you've you been hurting because every single day you get a new paper cut. Like, there's just little things that build up to the trauma of divorce. And I, there are a lot of misconceptions about it. I think a lot of people think that, oh, when, you know, your divorce is final and you're before the judge, that's the worst day. That's the hardest part of it. No, I just want to tell you guys, it's like, that is not the case. That's not how I experienced it. You know, court was nerve wracking, but it was not at all 
the hardest part I've had to deal with in my divorce. It's the thousand paper cuts. It's the the first things I'm missing out on. It's the promises my ex went back on. It's every single thing that this person pledged to me that's no longer true. And just the overwhelming feeling that that your life is a lie, that you are a lie, that you've been lied to for so many years. And every day it's little. You know, other people might not see it, they might not notice, but it's enough to really hurt, to be really painful, and to cause you lasting, you know, grief and trauma that you're dealing with. You know, it's one one day my son is around people I don't trust and that I'm worried about him when he's with them. But I can't say anything. The other day I'm struggling for, you know, money. And I had a bunch before I left, but because I left, I don't have enough. And my son's really asking for this stuff that that costs money and he doesn't understand. And then the next day something else happens. You know, my son gets to experience a first in his life and I'm not there. This other person's there and I don't know them. And that's my place. I'm his mom. There's just, you know, constant things that no one would know but you. And it just chips away, you know, time after time, day after day. All those things add up. And before you know it, you find yourself lost and confused and hurting and, you know, just utterly in despair that your life is this ball of pain that every every new thing that happens to you is just aggravating this horrible pain and you know that's what you're left with so I don't I don't take divorce lightly I don't take marriage lightly I think that You know, if you're going to get married to someone, you need to be able to promise them everything that you're promising them when you first get married. You know, your vows are basically a life commitment to this person. And, you know, you're going against yourself. You're going against the other person. You're going against God and everyone you promise that in front of. If you don't hold up that bargain, like... I just wish more people understood... How long-lasting and complicated and complex the emotions and the grief and the the feelings are surrounding divorce. I I'm often at a loss. I'm often just so frustrated that I don't even know where to begin. It's like if I started telling this person one thing, I would have to go back another, you know, three weeks of this and this and this happening and. You know, just nothing slows down. Just because you feel like your world's coming apart doesn't mean everybody else's doesn't run at lightning speed and you're just trying to catch up but feeling like you're always caught behind because you're stuck in this grief and, you know, the the uncertainty of picking your life back up again. And I don't... Sometimes I wake up and I'm okay, and other times I wake up and I don't know why I'm so depressed I can't get out of bed. But 
It's Easter. It's the end of the day. You know, even now, my tomorrow is really, you know, confusing and and open. You know, my son is supposed to come back in the morning, but because he's off school, my ex has the capability of taking off and keeping him until the night. But I don't know what he's going to do. You know, this is how little we communicate in co-parenting. And I haven't brought it up because if he hasn't remembered that fact, he's going to bring him back early and I want my son back early. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. If he remembers, great. If not, or if he's not able to, also great. I get my kid back <laughs> earlier that day. But, you know, this is just an example of I have to go to bed not knowing these things and... Other people might be able to live with the unknowns and just everything up in the air. And I'm a very focused person. I I have to have closure on things. So that's where I am tonight. I hope if you spent Easter with your kids, you had a great time. I hope that your heart was full, that your kids felt loved, and that you felt joy today. And if you didn't have your kids today or if you didn't celebrate, I th- I'm there I totally, totally get it. And you know, this is just a reminder to be be kind to yourself and show yourself some care tonight because holidays are hard. So eat the chocolate, have the carbs. You know, now is not the time to diet today. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys to be kind to yourselves. And love yourselves because you're going through a lot. I'll talk to you later.